Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, Internet? You're listening to Fair and Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek for all nerds. We talk geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And it's your boy, DJ Benjamin, a.k.a. the Soldier 70 Split, Roland 2 James, the Captain Kirk of Hip Hop Wakanda's favorite DJ, the Anti-Tripe Equation. Butcher of Names, Hash, Petrum, among other things. And as always, I am joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Trill Quist, Chance the Parappa, Colleen Wingstop, Gin and Juice Urso, and Deuce Piccolo. Nice. Nicely done. Welcome back, Tatiana. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing much better. I'm not sick this time. You know, thanks for giving me the Martian flu. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I did pass that along. Sorry. You know, I thought I'd gone through the proper indoctrination phase. You know, what's, what's no. the other word? You know, when they put you in the airlock and got to... You know, kill you. you? <laughs> um, that usually does happen in airlocks. True indeed. True indeed. Oh, uh, that's some Battlestar Galactica stuff. If you get put in the airlock, you ain't coming back from that, homie. Also, aliens. Um, yeah. Shout out to airlocks. That's how. You, that's funny. That's like my nephew. Yo, my nephew. He said one of the realest things ever to me. He was like, "Y'all was watching Force Awakens," and as soon as they got out to that bridge, he was like, "I knew something was about to go down." <laughs> He's like, "Star Wars movies and bridges. Something is going down." <laughs> you like, know it. You were thinking of quarantine, though. You were, you were, you quarantine. tried to put you in quarantine. Yeah, there we go. Tried to put me in quarantine, but it really didn't work out. So, you know, sorry for passing that along. It's been going around this summer in New York City, though. Like, people are catching it. Like, it's just been catching ooh. L's. Catching L's. I mean, catching L's. It's been a lot of L's and a lot of ignorance going on, you know, but. Jesus. Man, I also just have to say, you know, it's been a lot of great things. You know, big shout outs to the whole For All Nerds community. You can now find us on Spotify. Like, make some noise for that. Because, that, you know, that, that's, that's, you know, one of those big things that we've been talking about lately, Tatiana. You know, it's like we've been really talking. You know, we got all these big things coming and people are like, yo, so what's up with that? What's up? You know, when you, when you, when you talking all this, and, you know, it's a weird it. You know, so that's one right there. Like I said, you can find us on Spotify now. So shout out to them for hosting the whole For All Nerds. That is Fan Bros Show. That is Castle Black. That is the Outlaw Bars. That's mm-hmm. Slam Bros, the Scream Squad. More to come. Who knows what's coming next? You know, and like we said, shout out to Castle Black. Shout out to everybody loving that. The reaction, response. It's just been, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's been it's been really big. And, and also, we can't thank you enough to all the new contributors to fanbros.com. Y'all are just going hard in the paint when it comes to this original content, when it comes to these comic book lists. Shouts to Thomas Trang. Like, all of the fandom fashions, like, everything that we could have hoped and wished to happen and, and grow on the site, you guys are doing it. And I know mm-hmm. that everyone who's coming through the website is loving it. And please believe we're going to have a lot more where that came from. Yeah, I mean, to say the least, you know, but that's, you know, it's something I just really want to talk about real quick, you know, because we are always talking about the show, you know, and there's been a lot of ignorance going on. I know a lot of people have been having a real hard week. I've been having a real hard week dealing with it. Just seeing, you know, we all know, you know, especially people of color, 
you know, fan bros, you know, nerds out there, blurs out there, we already know what the deal is. You know, we don't have to act like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Like, no, <laughs> we already know. You know, we know what the deal is in America. But it's still, you know, it's one of those things that just hits you in the face yet again. You know, so I just want to shout out to everybody listening and say, you know, just stay strong, you know, stay focused on what you're doing because, you know, we've been talking about all these big things and there's so much just insanity happening right now that we can't even talk about yet. I mean, we really just can't talk about it. But, you know, it's through y'all's support that all these things happen. So thank y'all. You know, thank mm-hmm. you for all the love, all the emails, all the tweets, all the Instagram comments, all the SoundCloud, iTunes comments, all that. Like, just thank you so much because it just means the world because we know y'all listening. We know y'all going through the same things we going through out here. Yep. And so, you know, we just want to be here to shine that light and just say, keep going, man. You know, don't worry about it. You know, just keep doing what you're doing because great things are going to happen. So, you know, keep Y'all going. Y'all got this. Please yes. believe you got this. As long as you remember, we always say that as long as you're actively pushing forward, you got this. Okay? Believe us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we always talk about, you know, Luke Cage, you know, all, you know, always forward. Like, just always keep going forward. Like, things might seem dark right now, you know, the whole world might be going crazy, but within you, whatever you're working on, whatever you're doing, you got to keep going. You got to be like, yo, I know that's going on out there and it's crazy and you want to fight it and you got to fight it too. That's the other thing. But at the same time, you got to take time for yourself, you know, make sure you're all right, you know, go cop some comics, you know, watch some comedy, you know, just chill out, relax, you know, make sure that you personally are right because we can't fight this fight 24-7. And, you know, mm-hmm. we can't work 24-7. We got to take time and, you know, chill out, you know. So chill out right here with do, the fan bros. What do you do to chill out, Ben? I mean. Well, you know me. You know. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know me, Tatiana. Girl Scout you know. cookies. Oh, always my favorite any time of the year. Girl Scout cookies <laughs> are always in season. You know, always <laughs> in season. Always I didn't growing. know Girl Scout cookies grow. I did. <laughs> Thank God for that. Um, yeah, so that's one thing I like to do. But then, you know, I also love, you know, to just sit back and relax. I've always found comedy, you know, and then me, I'm weird. I like sad music, too, especially when I'm sad. I like other sad music. But then, like, when I'm, like, hype, when stuff like this is going on, you know, like the past week, oh, I've been playing, like, Public Enemy, Fight the Power. You know, mm-hmm. I've been playing, like, Arrested Development. You know, I've been playing some old soul music just to relax and chill, you know, so... That's how I, you know, like to, especially music is usually my cure for my stress. What about you? I I legitimately want to go out and pull down every statue I see (laughs) that I think it's, even if it's not sure. (laughs) I think this is a Confederate statue. I want to pull it down. Like, honestly, I'm, I, this has, yes, it's depressed me. Yes, it's making me sad. Yes, it's making me angry. But I think out of everything, it's just continued to embolden me further. Like, I was already about it, but now I'm just like, I am ready to ride out today. Mm-hmm. Because it's really to the point where they got one more time, they got one more again for something for them to pull some bullshit like they pulled this past week. And I think I'm going to snap. Nah, I don't see, know what that's going to look like. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think you got to hold back on that because, one, they're going to keep pulling that bullshit. You know, like, that's the thing. Of course, but but it's getting worse. It's really not, though. You know, like, we got to remember at one point, you know, we have Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Black Wall Street. You know, we have a lot of history in this Mm. country. I mean, let's let's go back 10 years. You know, we have people in Texas being dragged behind trucks. Like, 
things are constantly happening in America that we might not even know about that are worse than what just happened. You know, so that's one that you can't just run out into the streets ready to, you know, because that's not going to end well for anyone. So I can't run out in the streets playing Tupac? No, man. You know, you see what happened to Tupac. You know, you see how that ended. Like, you know. Okay. So I'll chill out on that. But to answer the question, what I'm doing is doing a lot more reading, doing mm. a lot more writing, mm-hmm. just being more introspective. And that's the other part, of the, the other side. Like, yeah, it's all this aggression and and high energy and, yes, anger. But at the other side of things, I'm understanding that I really have to get to a point that I fully know myself and fully understand my capabilities. And I think that's something that everyone has to understand, especially now. Mm-hmm. By capabilities, again, physical capabilities, mental capabilities, uh, psychological capabilities, like really sit down with yourself and understand where, where the hell you're at right now. Mm. What do you need to further yourself? Whether, again, whether it's something like you need to learn how to meditate. Some people just need to learn how to stay still. Some people... Mm-hmm work too much like i'm one of the people who i'll i'll work 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 before i have a bite to eat for the day you need it is my health good am i eating right like i think that's one of the main things that that i've come to terms with and starting to actually actively pay attention to making sure that i'm actually taking care of myself mm. no no i feel you 100 on there because i'm definitely not one who meditates like you know and i definitely get reminded of that fact that i need to meditate more but like something you just said, like, you know, we all have to take stock of our own abilities, our own capabilities and realize that we are all capable of such great things. And it's like you just have to focus on like I was talking about this on Twitter right now. It's like I mean, earlier to say, like, you have to find out what you love. Right. And if it's not something you can see making money or whatever, that's, you know, irregardless, it doesn't matter. You have to find out what you love and then you have to find out, is it something that you can't live without? Like, let's say you want to write, you know, can you not go without writing? Because if it's not something like that, then don't worry about it. You know, leave it alone. Because doing things you love is going to be just as hard. You know, doing stuff like fan bros mm-hmm. is very difficult. Like doing stuff like DJing, doing all the various things we all do. It's not easy. But if you love it, it's not going to be, you know, things are going to open up for you and you're not going to worry about it because you can't live without it. So you got to find those things that you can't live without and just do them joints. Like, you know, I know right. me and Tatiana can't live without doing fan bros. It's just that important to us. You know, like the Absolutely. mission we're on, like where we're going with this, what we have planned. It's like I can't stop doing this no matter what. I love it. Like it it, mm-hmm. it blows my mind when I get recognized or when somebody says something just all from the Castle Black when people are doing the flame on dick on and crying laughing at that. Like I'm just so amazed <laughs> that somebody is like, yo, that's hilarious. I'm like. Oh, wow, they found that funny, you know, so it just keeps me going. Like, I can't. So, you know, that's why I say just find what you love, find what you can't live without, and do it. Word up. Yeah, I guess that's it for now. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more <laughs> Fan Bro Show. <laughs> Universal FanCon is a brand new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round the clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at universalfancon.com because geek is universal.
And welcome back, fam bros. As always, make sure you subscribe to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, you know, especially on that iTunes. Go over there and leave a comment, a five-star rating, because those comments and ratings help us to get to the top of the page, and that's where we need to be so we reach more and more and continue our plan to take over the world. And now it's time for... <laughs> the Guac is Extra. I'm trying not to play. And what do we have up first, Tatiana? <laughs> up first is, and I and I now I'm getting like Ben. I don't not sure if I'm pronouncing this right. Chisnook, Chisnuke, Chis, I know, I know Chis because I believe Chis listens to Outlaw Bars, and I All believe right. he drops questions. But I'm, so I'm going to call you Chis. So Chis, Chis writes, you've just been given a one hour segment to film a live show. Who are you inviting as guests, and who will be your musical guest? Wow. Wow, that's a good one. Oh. I can answer the musical guest one right away. SZA, uh, Solange, yep. 100 immediately. Okay. Erica Badu, for sure. Ooh. Because I just actually, and I just saw her recently, um, what, last week? I saw her at the Dave Chappelle show at Radio City, and it was fire. Stop. It was magnificent. Um... And Run I got to think jewels. about my guess. You said who? Run the, Run jewels? the jewels. Musically okay. and and on the couch. They sit oh, they on the couch. Oh, talk to them as guests? Okay. Yeah, they talk, we talk to them as guests and then they get up and rock. Okay, so... Who? Like Angela Bassett. Ooh. Gotta have Angela Bassett. Stan um, Lee. Viola... Stan Lee, yeah. Viola Davis. Uh, Wesley, Wesley. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Honestly, the, we can literally sit here all night naming names because yeah. we'll probably name a, every half of Hollywood, if not 75% of it. But we look up, I mean, there, there's very particular people, of course, but but in general, there's so many people of that are about the arts and about their craft and about giving good advice and about just talking about their life that would be so interesting so we could be here forever for <laughs> answering real. this easily, question easily but that is definitely a great question definitely a great question give us some suggestions for that though you know our internet's yeah. out there fan bros out there please let us know because we're actually you know we've been doing a few live events as you've seen the art show you right. know some and others out there but you know we're definitely working on some live podcasts everything very soon so let and us know. you know we got to Twitch channel too, so something oh, might come up. Oh, I mean, there it is, yeah. twitch.tv slash show. you know, so you might see some live things on there very soon. All right, what else we got? The Gibson 83 writes, if you can have any comic or anime character DJ a party, who would you choose? Where would the party be? Wow. Mm -hmm. So you see, you're the DJ. I'll give you some time, but you this... It's your first sound name. wave. <laughs> Why'd you say like that sound wave? <laughs> that's how he his name. I know it's just the way. <laughs> um, yeah. And who? Where would the party be? Cybertron, baby, take it home. So you made it. <laughs> take it to the house. <laughs> you, you you picked something put someplace really easy. I don't know. That's Comic really easy. No, you like you just picked. Transformers, so then you just name those same places and yeah, people true. or okay. characters in it. Right. It's not like two different places. 
I mean, Damn. Hawaii then. Fuck it. Take some sound wave to Hawaii. Like, shit. I mean, Cybertron probably is not the place to party. I'd much rather be in Hawaii. I was going like, to say, Cybertron's probably not the best yeah. at this time of night. Yeah, but, um, okay, that's a good one. Um, yeah. These ones about guests and stuff are hard because I could literally name anybody. Yeah. Because I could transfer some of the people from the previous question and put them here. Mm. For sure. Yeah. I'm going to say everyone I mentioned in the previous <laughs> question, we could just slide them on over to here as well. But they said comic or anime character. Mm. I don't know. All right, all right. Well, let's move on to Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. The Wicked and the Divine. Ooh. Dionysus. There you go, Dionysus. There you go. Dionysus. There you go. party. Yeah, I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. Right. And then where would the party be? Wherever Dionysus be putting these people, like whatever dimension they end up in, that's where it would be. Once again, pretty easy. All right. We also have, let's get into a little more deeper question from Adledge, who says, what's the best reaction for someone who is black, says you're not black enough, or when someone says, you don't look half black? Ooh. Walk away? Like, I... <laughs> That's oh, not. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Let me tell a little personal story because it always bugs me out. Okay. Like in high school, this uh, friend of mine, I won't say his name, you know, but I mean, my man is super light skinned, you know, just super light skinned. And one time, you know, it was like, oh, you're not black. And, you know, so it's always so weird to me, you know, like just the whole idea of you're not black. And we've actually talked about this on the show before. Like Justin Simeon yeah. was on here. And we all, you know, and I've talked about this, the whole idea of, you know, trying to prove that you're blacker than someone else is a right. really insane idea to me. I never, and I'll say this, and I'll probably repeat this down the line, I never want to get in the business of measuring someone's blackness. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Whether they are biracial, they're mixed with many different cultures. Like, I just never want to get to that point because you get to a slippery slope and then you start sounding like the oppressor. And I don't, I'm not, of I'm not cut from that cloth, so I don't even want to mimic any of that type of behavior. So the way I and, and and again, this is my personality. I cut people off real fast if I don't fuck with them or I don't even talk to them. And if someone's coming at me that, especially someone that I don't know or have any stock in, if they say some stuff like this, I'm probably just gonna keep walking like they weren't there to begin with. Mm. If it's somebody that. I know like a friend and someone who I actually give the time of day to, then we're going to have a conversation and yeah. I'm going to tell them about themselves for sure. Mm -hmm. Because, and I'm probably going to espouse what I'm saying now, just about who are you to measure blackness? Who, what, who are you to tell someone whether or not they're black enough? What does that even mean? What does it even mean to be black besides if you want to say the the physicality of the, the physical nature of being black, you have darker skin or whatever, which is not even 100% true the whole time. Yeah. So what or is the, what is to black people? Right. So what is the answer? There yeah. are black people who look who from sight alone look white. Yep. I have, I actually, in fact, I was just on someone's show recently and I answers a similar question to them. I, one of my brothers, he is Chinese and black mm. and just by looking at him, he looks more Chinese. So, but what does that say about him? Does that mean he's not black? Mm -hmm. Does that mean he's not black enough? Like, like what, what, what exactly happens? Granted, there are there's privilege that comes with your approximation to whiteness or what people view as your approximation to whiteness. But again, 
I personally am not going to get the into the business of judging other people on that level. No, not at all. And like, you know, we've talked about this a lot on the show and I've, you know, definitely had people attack me for, you know, letting them know that black and the whole idea of race and racism comes out, you know, race, racism is a pro or what is it that race is a product of racism. You know, racism isn't a product of race. It's like these whole categories were created to separate people and to separate humanity and to make it so that, okay, this person's black, this person's white, this person's, you know, Chinese, this person's Japanese. I mean, that's more cultures. Those are cultures. Well, this person's Asian, but they wouldn't even say Asian, obviously. They would say something else, you know. They would mm. use a color to describe these people. And that's mm. just to, you know, make it more easier for the one race, the Caucasian race, to say, okay, because of that, all y'all are minorities. Because, look, you know, look, there's only so many Mexicans. There's only so many Puerto Ricans. There's only so many <laughs> Dominicans. Y'all are all separate. But, no, because when a cop pulls you out of the car, y'all all the same. Mm-hmm. And the other part about it is we call ourselves black and we're like, I'm black and I'm proud. And I always go, well, recently I like to use the example of the black comic book because one of their covers features a bunch of different black men all holding signs in front of them from what era or time they are from. Like there's a man from the 1960s, there's one from the 1920s, et cetera, et cetera. So one guy's wearing from the 2000s wearing a sign that says thug. Another guy from the 60s is wearing a sign that says colored. Another guy is wearing a sign that says nigga. You know, another guy is wearing a sign that says black. And see, all these are just labels that someone else puts upon us, but they're not what we are. So, yeah, it's, it's cool to be proud of your own culture. You know, whatever your culture is, that's always, you know, that's always do it. But when you start being proud of your own, you know, race and saying that, that you're someone, you know, more than someone else because of your race, that is the problem. That's what white supremacy is about. And replacing that with some idea of black supremacy is the same type of nonsense because in the end, there's just one humanity. It doesn't work out. So that's what we would say to someone <laughs> who says you're not black. <laughs> we basically would just flame them until they die. Um, All next right. question. Yes, next question. <laughs> Thank you, Adlidge, for that one. That was actually a very good question. Thank you. Yes. Yep. Next question is from Cal Rogue. They write, what is your favorite 80s action movie that doesn't include Arnold Schwarzenegger? Mm, all right. Uh, right away, I have to shout out to RuthlessReviews.com. Go check out their 80s action movie reviews. It's some of the greatest writing you'll ever read about 80s action movies. So just try to shout them out whenever 80s action movies comes up. Um, Tatiana, I'll let you go first because I got a million. That's hard for me because I ha- there's a l- tons of 80s movies I have never seen. And wow. every movie that I'm thinking of includes Arnold Schwarzenegger. Damn. So you've it's never seen the, 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 uh, the Van Damme or the Steven Seagal? I've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen a full Van Damme movie or a Steven Seagal. It was full. Blown okay. Some, Seagal of, some of that's probably for the best. But some, <laughs> of, <yeah. laughs> some, of, <laughs> some of those, there, there's some gems. Um... Oh, but that's tough because it Arnold Schwarzenegger is to me the king, you know, and I was never really a Stallone fan, even though that recent Rambo where he goes like super ham on people on that is like fantastic. Okay, and, Rambo, I could, I could, again, another movie I haven't really seen or remember yeah. seeing in full, but Rambo. The original Rambo is really great. The original first one is a really great movie and like a really, you know, good ass movie. Then the second one gets, well, you know, ridiculous. And after that, what came first? Ridiculous. What came first, Rambo or Contra? Mm. 
Rambo. Or was that around the same time? I'm uh, Rambo. Rambo is first. Contra is definitely inspired by Rambo and Schwarzenegger being superstars by that point. Because Commando had come out and then Contra dropped, so I'm pretty sure. And Commando is Arnold Rambo. So oh, I did not know you were like a Contra kind of sure. Okay. Oh, what? The spread gun? Don't let me get my well, hands Well, on not the, the game gun. itself, but the, the history, the timing on the game. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure that is the case. That would be, it'd be interesting if Contra actually comes before either one of those, but I'd be, I'm pretty sure that Contra comes after those. That's, that's an interesting question. But as far as the 80s action movie, it's, I think it actually misses the 80s by like a year or two, but I got to go with Under Siege, Steven Seagal joint, where he's on the boat. And um, Tommy Lee Jones comes in as the villain and takes over this <laughs> Navy boat. And Steven Seagal is just a cook on the boat. But, of course, he's a you know Navy SEAL or you know super action master who just happens to be a cook now because he was too wild or whatever. So Tommy Lee Jones, I think that might have been the first time I really saw Tommy Lee Jones. And it was just, you know, he's out of his mind, you know, in this movie. And it's so good. And I saw it recently on cable. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. I saw a little. I I think I saw a little bit of this on. It was like on TBS or something. Like, yep. You said, could you say Tommy Lee was out of his mind and he was on a boat wilding yep. out? Yes. Okay. Well, the best part about it is the ending where Steven Seagal is fighting Tommy Lee Jones hand to hand in the you know in a boat. It's not a boat. It's like a naval what a air, air um aircraft carrier. Yeah, aircraft carrier. Okay. So you know they're fighting hand to hand in the room down on the bridge. And Steven Seagal grabs a knife, buries it in Tommy Lee Jones' head. Then takes no shit. Then takes Tom. No, it's not over. No, no, I missed the point. First, he uses his thumbs to you know gouge out Tommy Lee's eye. Then he buries his knife in his head. Then he turns Tommy Lee around and shoves his head into one of those round things that you always you know the round screens you always see in the aircraft carriers, like like with the sonar or whatever, and shoves his head all in there. It's one of the great... Look it up on YouTube, folks. If you want to see some out-of-control, like, ridiculous 80s death scene, it's up there. Classic brutality. Yes. Classic brutality. For what it's worth, Contra came out in 87. I'm looking it up. Well after. Yeah, well after. Yep. And then I got to give a big shout-out to Alexi Alexander and her Punisher Warzone which I was watching again on cable last night, and it is a great tribute to the greatness of 80s action films. And Punisher punches his face, I mean his fist through a man's face. It doesn't get much better. (laughs) Lexi Alexander, you are the greatest. (laughs) I didn't even see that. I just started bust out laughing. Oh, my God. We we talked about it on the episode with her, and you know, I, I had to express to her how much that moment meant to me. And watching it again last night, I was fully... You know, redeemed. Like, yes, it's as good as I thought it was. Punisher also Punisher also shoots a parkour jumper with a rocket launcher. So there's a lot of moments in that movie that are well worth. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> oh my what? god, yes. Go listen to so, the yeah. so, somebody jumping around like outside here. Yeah, from, and, 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 from and, and Assassin's and, Creed. And, like, they spent a good the three minutes like establishing that these guys are jumpers, and you know they're all. You know, doing all this action shit, and you know, and they're you know, Punisher's told about them like, oh, you know, these guys are wild. You know, they're jumping, and you know, they they have a sequence where they escape the police, and then Punisher shows up, and one of them is in mid flip over two rooftops, and rocket launcher just explodes him, and then Punisher shoots like the other three, and it's like, okay, that's the end of them. <laughs> wow, target practice with Ezio. Wow. All right, thank you for that question. Anything else tonight? 
Yeah, one more from LEL. What up, Thriller in Manila? Envelope? What up, big LEL? Comics I, lo- I copped uh, champion. Oh, yeah, he, he's definitely won that. <laughs> King of it, the uh, mayor. And, and has an awesome AKA as well. Thrilla yeah. in Manila. He writes, <laughs> if you got a call tomorrow from a comic and or TV show interested in your writing skills, what shows and comics would you want to write for? Wow. That, that That's a very timely question. That's a... Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that That's a... Um, I've actually been asked this question recently. In, <laughs> in, a, in a very different setting, shall I say. Um... And it, at that, um, during that uh, setting, I said that I would, if I had the choice of three TV shows I'd like to write for right now, they would be the upcoming Lovecraft Country from Jordan Peele, um, mm. either American Gods or Legion. Oh, I'm fucking up because there's one that i'm really missing that i know what i fuck it's okay it's okay yeah. I'll, I'll i'll go so maybe have some time to think before we we close yeah. this i want to write i would love to write for the dawn adaptation the octavia butler's book dawn that's going to be that, there. That, that yep yep that mm-hmm. ava duvernay's picking mm-hmm. up i want the other two stuff is stuff that doesn't exist yet. I, I want. I actually have ideas for my own sci-fi series mm-hmm. and my ideas for my own, not quite insecure, but one of those types of shows that just has the regular day in a life mm-hmm. of of a black woman in America type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I have my ideas, and 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 some pretty funny stuff happens, and and something that I've stopped off and on writing, and I think I need to get back into it. Yeah, I think you do, you know, I think you do. Like we said, a lot of big things are happening. I think you might want to, you know, pick up a pen and pad at the very least, start writing down your ideas. Um, man, that's everybody, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's everybody. I mean, especially if you, you know, feel like you have that in you, you know, do it. Ooh, but yeah, um, I think those are the shows I, I said before. Dawn wasn't out when I was first asked that question, so you know I didn't mm-hmm. know about that. I had no clue, but that's definitely right up there. Yeah. Oh, Confederate. <laughs> 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 no, and hell no. Like that's one of the ones. Like I don't. I mean, I'm. I just don't understand it. You know, sometimes you got to be like, nah, I be. Um, as far as comics, n- nothing really because. Most comments that I really love, I, I want them to write it, and I'd rather be writing my own. You know, like you said, Tanya, I have my own ideas for comments that I'd rather I write, and I don't like I don't want to write the Wicked and Divine because I want to know what you know Kieran Gillen is going to finish the Wicked and Divine. Like, yeah, I, I like the way like the comic books that exactly the comic books that I like. I I want to continue to see their take. I don't necessarily want my thought or view inserted into there. Like I'm not always a person that's like, well, they should have wrote it this way. Like I don't, I like to see where yeah. they're going. That's why I'm reading the comics. So I think that's me. I think it's, even some TV shows like Game of Thrones is something that I really wouldn't want to write for because I want to see somebody else do that. There's certain shows that I'd be like, okay, I'd like to be part of that because I I want it to go this way. But then certain shows like Game of Thrones, I'm like, yo, I just want to see what happens. I don't want to, I don't want to have shit to do with that one. Like, you know, you just show me, like, show me what y'all mm-hmm. are planning. You know. And I like that for movies, too. It's rare for movies that I see, like you say, even if it's a movie I disagree with, I'd be like, oh, that's what they did. I don't want to rewrite it or anything. You know, I'd rather write something else. 
But that's exactly. a, definitely a great question. Definitely a great question. And there are definitely as far as shows, there's a few I'd I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and as always, send in your questions. Wow. <laughs> to contact at fanbros.com. Or you can hit us on Twitter at Fanbros Show, Instagram at Fanbros Show, any of those places, any type of question you have relationship advice you know if you want to know what comic to buy what movie to watch you know any of these like you know great questions from everyone this week thank you for all that we're gonna take a quick break and be right back to wrap up this episode hi this is marjorie Liu, and when i'm not bitching about ex machina the movie i'm listening to fan bros this is Ta-Nehisi Coates, and when I am not reading Wicked and Divine or Darth Vader or Velvet, I'm chilling with the fan probes. Hello, this is Lexi Alexander. When I'm not on Twitter or kicking people to the head, I'm listening to Fan Bro Show. Should I try it without an accent? It'll never happen. This is Daniel Jose Older. When I'm not writing best-selling ass novels, I'm listening to the Fan Bros. Hi, guys. It's Alfred Woodard. And when you are not skiing roller skating skateboarding punching people out you should be listening to fan bros the best people are okay gotta go love you love you bye-bye Welcome back, Internet. Hope you've been enjoying this episode. Like we say, as always, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. That's at Show. You know, right there, you'll be able to follow the rest of us. You know, Scream Squad, Slam Bros, Outlaw Bars Pod, the ever-popular Castle Black. And, you know, we got one last bonus question from our guac, you know, the geek when we ask questions. And it goes... Should we punch Nazis? Always and forever. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. In the face. Yes, <laughs> is, is the question that, I mean, the answer is yes, 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 shoot, yes. I mean, God. Thanks for yes. that question. Sweet Sable Sugar on IG. And that's the thing, like, I mean, not to go back to it too much, but, like, from these videos of Charlottesville, like, a lot of people are super dangerous. Like, a lot of people are really nuts, you know, gun carrying. You know, real, just absolute, out of their mind, racist, white supremacist. And a lot of these people are just like the most sucker ass, you know, like <laughs> soft ass. They like them dudes who become cops because they got beat up too much in school. You know, it's right. like these guys just joined this organization. It's like, it, it's effed up because Michael Rappaport, you know, who I definitely disagree with all the time, you know, made a dope video where he's just dissing the hell out of these dudes. And it's funny because his own movie, what is a higher learning? It's basically, mm-hmm. you know, how these guys, they're made. They're, like, ostracized. They don't, you know, have no friends. You know, they suckers. They weed. They ain't got no real, like, thought or strength of their own. So they, you know, join these groups to, you know, find brotherhood and find strength and find people who agree with their nonsense. So right. it's like you see how weak and soft a lot of these chats is at the same time. But then at the same time, a lot of these guys are also nutcases who, you know, train and really know how to use all these weapons they're carrying around with them. So. They got to get dealt with. Yeah, I mean, definitely. All that talking to them is not working. Like, 
They understand violence, Jake. You became yeah. a Nazi. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, you know, your free speech deserves a free and equal reaction. <laughs> there it is, folks. There it is. Learn what it's like to be an oppressed person for once. Taught something and get punched. All right. And also tonight we have what? some. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if it goes like that, but damn that. I mean, geez, you're so rough. I mean, look. So rough. If you oppress a person, you say something too much. What's going to happen? You get punched. Or worse. All right. Worse. But also on Fanbro's show, we have some. Tech Talk with Tatiana. And this week on Tech News. <laughs> Anybody getting punched? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we'll, well. see. But we'll, we'll, we'll see because there actually might be a show coming out where somebody gets punched. Who knows? Mm-hmm. The reason is because Apple has now set a one billion dollar <laughs> budget to procure and produce original content. They may produce as many as 10 TV shows. Wow. Now that obviously that's huge. Remember, we, we, we also, again, this is why y'all got to go back in the archives and listen to these shows, because I know we had a conversation about the fact that TV hasn't been about the networks for years. It's been about places like Netflix. It's been yeah. about places like Amazon Video. And Apple has, for the last five years, they were talking about going into the TV and production. And now it's actually coming through with everything. So when I say they have a budget of roughly $1 billion, which is really a drop in the bucket for them. Um, I'm not sure if they're still the most valuable company on earth, but if not, they're like top three. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> That's something to keep in mind. Again, if you are a creative, don't try to always try to get on TV or try to get just on HBO or AMC or whatever. Look at the tech companies because they're mm-hmm. the ones with the money and there's mm-hmm. the ones with really the power to, to, to make your stuff pop off, really. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, Netflix also, you know, made a major move this week too, right? Like, I mean, it made, you know, I mean, I mean, first they took the L, you know, of Disney being like, peace. And then they said, well, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Disney said what they said, and Netflix came back with a two-piece. Yeah. Because Netflix signed a deal with Shonda Rhimes, a Mm. multi-year production deal, which ends her 15-year relationship with ABC Studios. And uh, who owns ABC Studios? Disney. (laughs) Take that. Um... (laughs) So that, what that means is like like the shows like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal, their current runs, they're not you know they're not going anywhere. They're going to finish out. And next year is Scandal's last year anyway. I'm not sure how many more Grey's Anatomy has to go, but it's Jesus. like it's on its last week. And How to Go Away with Murder is still still going on. Um, that being said, going forward, all the new content, new stuff from Shondaland, you are going to find on Netflix, mm. and that is. Freaking huge. Yeah. As you know, Shondo has been number one for, like, she has been the big boss for the last few years. And that is the person you want to go to when you pretty much want an, an instant hit in the genre. And I also think her partnering with Netflix is going to help her expand beyond these kind of dramatic situational things you you gonna you might see a shonda sci-fi tv show you might like like you might see some, some like shonda comedy stuff come out like i i really i'm really am interested in seeing how shonda's portfolio is going to expand because to me netflix represents freedom and creativity and mm. i just think it's just going to just go gangbusters i really do 
Somebody said it on Twitter, and I mean, I didn't even think about this, but it would be incredible. The Shonda Rhimes, She-Hulk legal series where oh. she holds, you know, because they've done that. They've done whole runs where she holds Jennifer Walter, Jennifer Waters is a lawyer because she's a lawyer normally anyway. So they've done whole runs where she's a lawyer and had like they, they had a really great run where she was a lawyer as She-Hulk and she was like defending superheroes and supervillains in really crazy, like comical ass cases. Starring so Gina Torres a... as She-Hulk. Ooh. Like I could could you like a Shonda Land, a Shonda Rhimes comic book adaptation? Mm. And and the types of cliffhangers Shonda be doing and right. the Oh, and son, the drama no. and with She-Hulk, you can do all that type of stuff. So yeah, yeah. So I'm again, I'm looking forward to it. Of course, we don't know how much money that Shauna made, but you know it was a boatload and a half. What a, a tanker? What would you call it? The um, what Tommy Lee was walling out on an aircraft carrier, <laughs> an aircraft carrier full of money Man. to Shauna Rhimes. Man, seriously. I mean, Kashana Rhimes was definitely keeping the lights on at ABC, so that is a hit in their stomach right there, boy. That is a... Yeah, yeah. so you know, more death to the networks. And then finally in tech, tech news, Spotify is has finally gone forward and removed an array of white supremacist acts from a streaming service. Three years ago, the Southern Poverty Law Center actually flagged uh, creators and some songs as hate bands. Um, like literally white supremacist hate bands that have pretty much lived without prop, uh, problems on Spotify. Spotify has finally decided to go and cut the cord on them. And this is just in concert with a litany of tech uh, companies that have that are pulling the plug on all of these white supremacists. I mean, I mean, it's happening now. It's like y'all didn't pull the plug before. But they're pulling the plug on all these white supremacists and Nazi-related items. Um, even like you heard a lot about the Daily Stormer that it can't, it couldn't find A lot of these tech companies, they're, they're seeing when it when it's hitting their bottom lines that uh, these these white supremacist stuff got to go. That's so interesting to me, though, because, you know, at the same time, I'm like, I believe in free speech, you know, so I believe these people should be able to put out their trash ass music and, and they should can, be able to read their trash ass audience. And no one's stopping them from putting them out. Spotify just said not on our network. Well, that's true, because Spotify that, is a private owned company, so that is, you and know, do what they and, do. And, as a company, you have TOS, you have a terms of service. And if yep. your terms of service says X, Y, Z, and you and you say, you click OK and download and install and use that product or service, then you are beholden to their TOS. And if you it violate is. that, or if, if you violate that, or if the company, mo a lot of these things, like when you use these things, it says the company cannot, will terminate you, mm -hmm. you know, or, or remove your account or whatever the case may be. So it's just like, you brought it upon yourself. I don't know what to tell you. They're not gonna send Arnold after you or anything, but no. Um, I would say, yeah, you know, you just gotta keep peddling your trash ass music somewhere else. But you know, you can keep <laughs> doing it, you know, and find your trash ass audience somewhere else too. Yeah, they'll they'll make it through. I, I really don't care. And that's the end of tech news this week. All righty then, and it means it's time for some comic psychos. Nice echo. Thank nice you very much. Nice reverb. Thank you. That was all natural right there. All natural. Straight <laughs> from the vocal cords. And uh, this week it's really light, actually. Um, I did finish up the Paper Girls 3 trade by Brian K. Vaughn, the dude you love to hate, and uh, Cliff Chang. 
And that is still as good as everything else Brian K. Vaughn has ever written, which is amazing because, as most of y'all know, he's the author of Saga, Why the Last mm-hmm. Man, It's Machina. And Paper Girls is probably right up there with Why and Saga as, you know, my favorite. Paper stuff Girls is so good. So good. And I love it because every trade, it just continues to get more and more bugged out. But it's following these four young girls who are just having this ill-ass adventure. And it's just a really, really ill story. I don't know where it's going, but I'm loving it. And then also this week and just, you know, random issues I got to read or pick up was Batman, the latest issue from Tom King, continues the war of jokes and riddles. It's definitely one of a dope standalone issue kind of where it's like Bruce Wayne invites the Joker and the Riddler to a dinner at his house. You know, not as Batman, obviously, as Bruce Wayne, you know, rich, you know, citizen of Gotham. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to stop this war between them. So he invites them to dinner at his house. And so the whole issue takes place over, you know, Riddler and Joker sitting there having dinner. And this Riddler of Tom King's version is much worse than any Riddler you've ever seen. You know, he's like, he's a force to be reckoned with. You know, he's not just some side character. Even though Joker at one point, because Batman asked him, why are they warring? And they're warring over who gets to kill Batman. Well, Tom, you know, Bruce Wayne asked him this. And he's like, well, I'm the Joker. I should get to kill him. I mean, he's He's damn straight he should get to kill him. Yeah, and he's like, he's the Riddler. Like, come on. <laughs> third string motherfucker (laughs) but this Riddler is actually a badass you know Tom King has made him into a badass and this whole run but I've always liked the Riddler yeah and this war of jokes and riddles has been ill and this is a real ill issue where they just sit down and have a dinner and a lot of stuff you know it's a lot of talk but it's a really dope issue also speaking of Tom King before you move on Mm -hmm. can y'all please listeners can y'all please keep tweeting and hitting up Tom King King so he can come on the show so Tom King is right up there with uh, Wesley Snipes and being able to dodge a tweet. Like Tom King will like, you know, you'll be like, yo, Tom, I love this book. He'll be like, word, like that tweet. Yo, Tom, what's up coming on the show? <laughs> his, his, Twitter, <laughs> his Twitter handle is Tom King TK. T's and Tom, K's and King. Yep. Please hit him up, just like how y'all doing. And, and don't stop with with Wesley Snipes. Honestly, just all the people that you know, like we've talked about, or people you know that that need to be on here, hit them up and tell them about us. Like we tell us all the time, we can't do this without y'all. Tell them. Shout out to Cree Summer. She's also a champion DM Dodger boy. Champion. champion. And, and she said that she was with it. And then immediately martial arted like Matrix out of the way of that one, boy. Wow. Yeah. Don't Shout worry. out to Cree Summer. Love you though. I mean, Freddie, come on. Don't worry, they'll be on soon, but we definitely need your help. So I just wanted to mention that. Go ahead, Ben. I mean, yes. Also, this week I picked up Invincible. This is issue, let's see, it ends on 144. So this is issue 139, I think, or 140. There are only three, four, five. No, no it's like just 138 or something because there's like five issues left. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. I mean, you know, I love Invincible. There's not, not much more I can say about it. It's coming to an end. And I can't really say anything because if you've never read it, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. And if you are reading it and you haven't read this issue, then it's major spoilers because this is the end of the series and major things are happening. You know, people are getting killed. There's a major, huge fight war going on right now in the series. And it's just, you know, it's going, you know, depending on how it ends. But even then, even before that, it's just definitely is going down as one of my favorite series of all time. Like, I've been reading comics a long time and Invincible, it's just especially for superhero books, it's just a great superhero story. 
Not for the kids, though, folks. Definitely not for your kids. <laughs> and also, I want to shout out one time, we said him before, but Thomas Trang, a.k.a. Chow Young Facts, who has his top comments of 2017 posts on fanbros.com, and it is fire. He really hurt my feelings because out of all <laughs> those comments, I think I've read like two of them. So I felt like I'm reading the wrong stuff or something. Like I'm out here reading and recommending trash. So y'all go check that out. <laughs> the top comments of 2017 on, on fanbros.com. We did definitely agree on Generation Gone, which is one of my favorite comments of the year. We're going to have some more coming from the creators of that book very soon. So look out for that and go pick up Generation Gone. The first issue is out, but, you know, your boy happened to read the second issue already and it's fire. So wait for that. Go find the first issue if you still can. If not, wait for the trade. But definitely pick up Generation Gone, Invincible, Batman, and go check out Thomas Train's list because my man got hot fire on there that you need to be reading. Also, one last one I want to shout it out because someone reminded me today. Uh, I got to catch up on Unfollow because that is one of the best series that DC is putting out. And if you don't know about it, just look it up. Very dope. We've talked about it before, but I got to catch up on that. And that's it for comments I copped. So I, I, I don't mean to skip ahead, but I gotta I really want to get into this. I see this news about Justin Simeon developing a horror satire called mm-hmm. Bad Hair. Yes. And I I looked it up and looked into it and I am I was rolling. I'm like, this is literally in the same vein. To me, it's in the same vein as Get Out in terms of using um, uh, within a certain culture, with using a social issue, mm-hmm. um, and turning it into again satire horror. Yep. The the film is about quote an ambitious young woman who gets a weave in order to survive the image obsessed world of music television. Mm. Her professional success comes at a higher cost than anticipated. However, when she discovers her new hair may have a mind of its own. Wow. And now I wonder, because like Jordan really developed like a whole genre of his own, and this isn't exactly yeah. in the same genre. And I hope it's it different, because so. I don't want you know I don't want I mean you know I'd love to see more films like that. I really want Jordan to develop that for a little bit before people just be like, oh yeah, this is my way to doing it. But it's just it's such an effective way to talk about social issues, like you said, like you know to use horror because these are horrific things. Like the whole you know if you've ever seen what is it good hair the chris rock documentary yeah like i mean that's just some whole you know the whole hair industry is this whole thing that we just you know kind of go along with in america because it's like okay that's how it is but so this is definitely something i'm highly interested in i just hope it you know is its own thing and it's not like you know get out especially and please don't make it like some old uh you know what 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 stream what what's the Marlon Wayans, you know Oh, shout no. or whatever, you know, like don't make it like get out or you know or whatever. Please, <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Like, ooh. and 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 don't show any of y'all others out there think of that idea either. Don't don't no no the no. others. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking, what about. talking about. Yeah, don't no no leave he, that alone. Well, well, to clear it up a little bit, Justin says Justin Simeon says he intends for bad hair to be the sort of work that both entertains and holds a mirror to society. He wants it to be both a love letter to black women and a critique of the cultural forces that society puts us through. I love it. I love it, Justin. Love it. Love it. Let's go. Let's go. Also, some movie news that some of y'all might be interested in. Gremlins 3 seems to be in the works. Uh, Yeah, I don't care. Also, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? 
Yo, the thing about Gremlins that always bugs me out is like, how do the Mogwai, how's it ever not after midnight? You know, it's like after midnight somewhere. It, like, So are they like time sensitive? Like it depends on what time zone they're in? That's a great question. I don't know if they I think I just like answered my own question. I think that's what it has yeah. to be. Like, <laughs> so they're like really, so, I mean, they are magical, obviously, but they're like, you know, like time lord magical. Like they, you know, they know what time zone they're in. Like they know it's after midnight, like genetically. Did you just call these Furby looking motherfuckers time lords? I mean, they're, they're like, they, they have like some power or some relation to time because after midnight, their genetics change. Like if you feed them after midnight, they turn into monsters. That is some inherent, and they and they obviously know what time zone they're in. <laughs> you know that is some really like magical, murderous alarm clocks. Great, yeah, they are like some murderous little <laughs> little furry murderous alarm clocks. That's right. Wow. Oh my god, I, I can't. I, I think I've had that question for a while. And I just really just answered it. That's great. Also, Casey Afflett says his fuck bro him. ham. Well, damn it. I like, hey, I like, all right, well, fuck Casey Affleck. But they say his bro <laughs> ham, Ben Affleck, is not going to be Batman for much longer. That Justice League, in fact, might be the last time we see Ben Affleck don the cowl. Well, we saw this. We saw this on the horizon. Yes. Particularly when Ben decided to take a break from directing the next Batman film to go into rehab for alcoholism. And. Yep. I don't know if he's still in rehab or you know, or, know. If he, or if he's still fighting that fight. Um, I, I, and I know for a lot of people, that's just a fight that never really ends. But I can also imagine how much with that and, and everything else that's going on in terms of being this character and f- doing all these films, I can understand that stress just not, him not being able to hold up to that type of stress. So again, I, th- I think this was like, if it, if it does end up being true, we, we saw this coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely did. And, you know, like you say, you got to take care of yourself first. So it's much more important that Ben Affleck, you know, make sure he gets help and gets over this fight. You know, I mean, alcoholism is something you never really get over, but at least get it contained so he can go on, you know, living his life and being healthy because that's way more important than playing yeah. Batman, especially if these movies is as terrible as Batman versus Superman was. Because if you, you know, like lose your life playing Batman and Justice League, come on. Mm. I mean, you know, you lose your life doing good with hunting. That that might be worth it, you know. <laughs> Batman versus Superman, nah, bro, nah, that ain't the one you want to go out on, Ben. Nah, stay strong. You gotta get to, you gotta get back to doing a real movie, bro. <laughs> Wild disrespectful. <laughs> like, Wild disrespectful. You gotta wait for that Quentin Tarantino comeback that brings Ben Affleck. You know, like when you know, like when Quentin Tarantino got his hands on um, Pulp Fiction, uh, Sylvester, not Sylvester Stallone, um, John Travolta. You know, uh-huh. it, made, it made him pop again. You know, that he needs that type of movie, some weird ass movie, and be like, oh, shit, Ben Affleck was, you know, like acting in that movie. <laughs> you are so wild, disrespectful, Batman. Fan Pro!